Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, hour number two of the show. Thank you for joining us. We move our attention now to University of Miami baseball. Big week for the Hurricanes. Florida Gulf Coast tomorrow, and then the Florida Gators come in on Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. And joining us is the skipper, J.D. Artiaga. J.D., good evening. How are you? Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Very good. Thanks a lot for being uh, with us on the show. We didn't get a chance to talk to you uh, after the opening weekend. I'll get to Long Island in a second, but uh, let me just go back a couple weekends. And um, on February 17th, that first win, uh, February 16th, that first win against New Jersey Institute of Technology. What was that like for you? Well, we didn't make it easy. We had to, uh, you know, we had a good lead, <laughs> good comfortable lead there through through uh, three innings. We were up five nothing, I believe, and um, you know they put up a four spot in the fourth, and then put uh, three more in the in the uh, fifth. Made it seven five games, and it kind of stayed that way till uh, in, you know the seventh inning. Anthony scored one in the seventh. We tied in the eighth, and they were able to score one more in the ninth there to leave them on the field. So it was definitely. Definitely an exciting win. Um, you know, a great way to, to, to get my first one under my belt. So, I was going to um, say, it's heck, heck of a way. You know, a typical hurricane fashion. You you came from behind. One you you one you always remember. First one. Yeah, for sure. That'd be that's for sure. Uh, and then, of course, last weekend, uh, Long Island comes to town and uh, a win on Friday. They get you on Saturday, but then you score twenty two runs on Sunday, and it is uh, the third time. This season, third time early in the season, where you've won a game by a whopping margin. You scored 19 in one game against New Jersey, 16, and then you scored uh, 22 against Long Island. So uh, your team has demonstrated the possibility of 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 having some some offense. Yeah, it's you know basically a funny game, man. We come out, uh, you know, Friday night we played a solid game, uh, win that one, then come out Saturday just just swing the bats, you know. And, um, they were well, I guess we were well well rested for Sunday afternoon and, and came out and scored. You know, we got 24 hits and 22 runs. So um, that, that's baseball for you, though. And, and, and any given day, anything could happen. Um, you know, their, their pitchers pitched through a good game, and we hit some balls. You know, the, the weather wasn't real uh, helpful for the hitters. Um, had a lot of fly balls up in the wind. I didn't stay in the park, and the ball was carrying a little better on Sunday. So um, that's, that's that's the game of baseball. It's only uh, two weeks into the into the new job in terms of of games, but what has it been like for you as the as the manager, as the as the head coach? Has it been one everything you expected it to be, and two um, has anything come along now as the head coach that you look at differently than when you were the pitching coach? Yeah, definitely. Now, now you know the head coach. I don't really worry about the final score. You know that. Uh kind of joking with, uh, with Rob Cooper, one of our, our, our staff guys. And, you know, I played a little game with myself, things I used to worry about that I, I don't worry about anymore. And, you know, walk to the park and the wind's blowing out. They, they used to concern me. Now it doesn't concern me as long as you score more runs than the other team, you know. And, and, and uh, you know, innings like the ninth inning uh, on Sunday, we're up 22 to 1 at the time. And, and you know, those, those are innings that you give guys some work that, uh, you know, they just need to develop and, and get some work where they might not get, you know, later on in the season. And, 
you know, they give a four spot. They used to bother me as a pitching coach. Now it's just, you know, as long as we win the game, it doesn't matter. Guys get their experience, good or bad. It's, it's, it's good to get them out on the field and they learn from some of those, those mistakes and, and those experiences. Um, but those little things that, that used to bother me back when I was a pitching coach, at the end of the season, all, all those runs count towards your ERA. And, and that's kind of what you're, you're, you're graded under. So, um, but it's definitely been fun. It's been fun. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a full nine innings now where I used to play, you know, the, 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 the half inning that we were on offense, I kind of took off a little bit. Now mm-hmm. it's definitely on the whole time. So, but it's, but it's been a fun ride so far. Uh, do you still look at the game from a pitching coach perspective, especially when your team is on offense and when you're, when you're at the plate, how are you looking at the game? Well, Darren, Darren Fencer runs the offense for the most part. Um, I have the ability to communicate with him th- uh, during the inning. And if I want to do something, um, you know, that, that, that he doesn't want to do or, or just not thinking of. So um, for the most part, he's running the offense. Uh, we talk before every inning when he goes out and, you know, certain situations, especially, you know, there's not much you can do offensively. The lead guy, leadoff guy doesn't get on or so we'll kind of go up before he goes out. It's, it's kind of a, you know, a, a pre-inning, um, mm-hmm. you know, matchup type thing. If the first guy gets on, we want to do this. Or the first couple guys get on, we want to do that and stuff, you know, but you know, if, if it's, you know, two outs, nobody on, it's not a whole lot you can do offensively strategically. So, you know, we kind of go out every inning. We have a plan going out and, but obviously it all, it's all on that leadoff guy getting on base. You're you're like a football coach. You got an offensive coordinator, and you're the defensive coordinator. Yeah, even even a defense. You know, Laz, it's, it's not higher. You know, Laz Gutierrez is a pitching coach now. Right, that's right. Of course, I, I am involved in everything, but you know, he he is a pitching coach, and, and uh, he calls the pitches and does all the scouting reports and everything. And, and uh, I, I guess I got my hand in everything, but ultimately, he is he is a pitching coach, and, and you got to let him do his job. If I if I'm doing his job for him, then I hired the wrong guy, and I, I feel really good about the the staff I put together. Um, I was going to say, you put together, you have put together a really nice staff, uh, good experience, good baseball men. Well, I need all the help I can get, Joe. So <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> sure I get, that's, that's an advice that, that uh, Jim Morris gave me. He goes, the, the, the key to being a good head coach is hiring the right assistant. So um, I, feel, I feel really good about the guys around me. Yeah. Well, uh, Coach Morris won a lot of ball games, so uh, not a bad person to get advice from. Now, you mentioned also, before we dive into some of the regular players, uh, you have had some of these games where you've had the big lead, and that is important to get some of your players playing time. It is. I mean, we got such a young team and a new team. We've lost so many guys. Um, you know, we lost a couple of starting pitchers, our entire bullpen, um, the whole middle of our lineup, you know, our third baseman, shortstop, first baseman, right fielder. But there's a lot of new faces. Um, so it's important. And I've said from the get go, this is a roster that you can see a lot of movement, a lot of. Uh, different guys playing a role in every game, whether it's a you know a blowout or, or even close games. You know, just even that Friday night, that first Friday night opening day. You know, we used a couple of pinch runners. They both ended up scoring. Um, so, so we have that type of roster that that we can kind of make a lot, do a lot of moves throughout the game, and 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 really strategize and 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 uh, bring, put guys in, move guys around the infield and outfield, and, and and it works. It works for our team. Yeah, you have some uh, some players, and you have a young team, and you have some uh, players that have caught. Uh, the attention of fans, uh, obviously starting with Cuvé at third base. He's only hitting 630 in his first seven games. It'll eventually cool off, but um, he, he's he got power, J.D., and the thing I like, he's got power the opposite way. You know, I've said, I've said it, uh, you know, I've been around this program for a really long time, and, and, and I haven't seen too many freshmen with just the raw power that he has. Um, he's right up there with the Pat Burroughs and Yonder Alonzo's and Yo-Yo Morales's and, and, and pure power, but 
you know, something that sets him apart is he's, he's a student of the game, and he asks, he asks a lot of really good questions, and, and he's always learning. You know, he's not up to just swing in. He's got an idea to play it, and, and he learns pitch to pitch and at bat to at bat and what, what teams are, you know, trying to do to him. So um, he's got a really, really bright future ahead of him. Uh, Torres already has um, more home runs this year than he had all of last season. Yeah, I think he's got more bats than he had all last season as well. So <laughs> um, it's one of those things. You know, the lineup last year with, with Yo-Yo at third and 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 uh, at first. Those, those guys tough to get at bats in there, you know. Um, but they kind of waited their turn. I think they're taking advantage of their opportunity now. And they, they learned a lot last year and and putting everything to play now. So it, it's good to see him get off to a good start and and done what he what he's done so far. And hopefully he keeps that going. Uh, Lorenzo Carrier, I think it's his third year. Is it his fourth year? Because he had that injury. I lose track. So it's his third year. It's his third year. Third year. But right? yeah, most of his freshman with a shoulder injury. Um, so it's his third year. Um, and he's got probably as much talent as anyone on the field, you know. Um, when he kind of relaxes and just lets the game come to him and plays the game, he's, he's, he's a special player. It's just the game still speeds up on him at times. And, and he recognizes it and he's working on it. Um, something that you know, Les Gutierrez, as, as a performance coach for the for the uh, Red Sox, plays a big role with our guys, and just kind of relaxing and, and not letting the moment get too big or too fast for anybody. And that's something that, that I think you know those going to really benefit from spending some time with Les. You know, I, I also think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong in this. Lorenzo coming out, uh, the major leagues were very interested in him, but this also shows you the value of college baseball, because maybe a player like that that goes uh, in into the minor league system early who has got raw skills but needs to really polish up his game, you know, those guys, three or four years, they can wash out of a system where in college baseball, this is the place where they can develop and gain their confidence and and find what their game is, or, or, or I should say maybe define what their game is and maybe live up to some of those expectations. You're absolutely right. I mean, there, there's hundreds of Lorenzo carriers in, in professional baseball with all the tools and all the natural ability to be special. Um, but yeah, it's a tough game, especially mentally, you know, and, and being off on your own playing, you know, I guess 144 games in the minor leagues and, and it's night after night and you don't get much help there. It's uh, you're kind of on your own. And I always say from the moment that, that the scout signs you, his job is to find your replacement. He's out looking for, for your replacement right away the next day. So, um, it's, it's a tough life, and, and yeah, you, you're going to develop on your own. You're going to figure it out on your own. If you don't, they, they've got someone to, to take your spot. So um, definitely for, for, for Lorenzo, he made the right choice of coming to college and, and you know, getting a little better every year. You know, unfortunately, he got hurt that freshman year, and he missed that whole summer, which probably is more important than even his actual freshman spring season. Um, that, that summer ball that first time is, is, is a big, uh, big deal when it comes to development. And he missed that whole thing. So he's, he's in his third year, but he's really just a sophomore, just starting his second season. Um, and you've already seen a lot of improvement in him. Yeah, you're gonna, you've got some pop in this lineup with, uh, with Covey and Torres, uh, Carrier, Costello. And uh, when Blake Sear is able to, to come back, you've got some pop in this lineup. We do. And, and, and uh, Blake will be back this week. He's, he's, he's okay. back with the team. He joined the team today. He was in class this morning and, and was in practice today. So he'll be back in the lineup tomorrow. Um, and we got another freshman, Jake Kulikoski, you know, that he's, he had a couple yep. of pinch hits that didn't fare too well, but those are tough spots. And, and look, it's, it's something that it's okay to fail now because later on in the season when we need him to come in that role, he's going to be able to have a little experience with it and he's going to come through for us. Um, but he got to start on Sunday um, against Long Island. He just, he just looks so much more comfortable to play it. And, you know, he's a kid that, you know, by the end of the fall, we thought he'd, he'd be in the mix for, for a starting role. 
Um, didn't get off to a great start in the spring, the inner squads and practices. So he kind of he's been on the bench to start the season, but he's he's going to be a big part of our team and our offense in the very near future. Your pitching has been pretty darn good so far. You're starting pitching for the most part. This kid Hernandez, uh, I haven't had a chance to call one of his games yet. I've only seen the video, but it sure looks like he's uh, he's uh, touching the mid nineties. And then uh, Schlesinger and, and Zeal have been uh, bulldogs for you on the mound. Yeah, they, they, you know, coming in, we felt really good about our starting rotation. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you get your Friday night starter back from the previous year, you feel good about him and Gage Zeal. Uh, Rafe, Rafe has just really just picked off, picked up where he left off last season. You know, he had a rough first half of the season. And as the season went, he got, uh, you know, better and better, just some high leverage innings out of the bullpen. And, of course, his last appearance against Texas, throwing, you know, seven scoreless was, was amazing for him. And he just kind of picked off where he left off. And, Really just throwing strikes and, and another guy's fastball has developed. It's up in the, to the mid nineties now. And um, just a tough, tough left-hander. And then, you know, you come on Sundays with Harry Hernandez and, and he might be our best guy. I mean, so far <laughs> to this point, he's been, you know, and, and these are guys only pitching for three years, third year pitching. So he's fresh. That's amazing. The feel he has for the strike zone, throws four pitches for strikes. And, you know, you always hear our guys are tough to hit. Uh, he's tough to play catch with. <laughs> you know, just so that tells you a little bit about him. It's, it's uh, he's he hit some of our guys in the chest where they just well kind of you know nicks off the glove and, and and hits him in the chest and he's tough to play catch with, tough to pick the ball up and the ball's got a little some different. His analytics are a little different than everybody else's. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, Florida Golf Coast comes in here. They are uh, two and five, but it's always a always a really good matchup between Miami and uh, Florida Golf Coast. Yeah, you know they're two and five, but they started the season at Texas at TCU, and and they actually had them beat Friday and Saturday night to start the season. They got left on the field both nights, so they could have easily, you know, be two and three or four and three with with a, a series win on the road against a top ten team in the country. So um, they're always tough. They always come in. They play. They play us tough. Everybody, every every all the mid majors in the state of Florida are going to come in here and, and and give you a good game and play you tough. So. Um, not not a team to to look to look past or or you know look ahead into the weekend. You got to take care of business tomorrow against uh, Florida Gulf Coast and then get ready for for the Gators in the weekend. Yeah, I was gonna say well, not to look past Florida Gulf Coast, but uh, that that team from the uh, uh, northern part of the state's coming down here. The Gator, they're they're five and one, so they're off to a pretty good start. I I would imagine as usual they've got pretty good pitching. I'm looking at Leon Peterson who has got. 13 strikeouts and four walks, and I imagine their pitching staff is loaded again. They are. They're loaded on, on, on both ends, you know, offensively and, 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 and pitching and defense and everything. I mean, look, they, they are the benchmark in the state of Florida right now. They've been the best team in the state for, for quite some time now, and that's the, the team we got to beat to get to where we want to be. So we, uh, we'll know where we're at by the end of the weekend. By no means are there, is a selection show Sunday night after that game, so it's not going to make or break our season. Um, but it gives us a good idea of where we're at and, and what, we got, what we have to improve on and to get to where we want to be. Yeah, it's always a, a very emotional uh, series, and uh, obviously they've uh, they've done a pretty good had you know their way to for the most part. But uh, the games have always been tight and very emotional. I would expect the same on the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, you know they, they, you're right. They've, they've been. Look at the overall record; they've handled us pretty good in the, over the last few years. But it's not like they're blowouts, and they've been good games. And um, just got to find a way to, to win, you know. And then I think winning is, is a, a learned trait. It's not something that you just go out and do. And uh, with a young team, I think they showed a lot of heart that first night. 
Um, even our, you know, our two losses, it's not like we, we were ever out of those games. I thought we fought for nine innings. Um, we just came up short uh, against UCF and that, that Saturday against uh, against uh, Long Island. So I think the team that's going to come up, go out and play hard, whether whether we're the most talented team in the country or the state, I, you know, that's up for someone. That's someone else's uh, uh, to decide. But I know we're going to come out and play hard every night. Yeah, I got a long way to go in the season, but it's uh, it's right. You're right. It's a uh... Uh, good measuring stick, but it's uh, you got a long way to go in this one, and and conference play is right around the corner. It is, you know. After, after that, we got the Virginia at home and then North Carolina right. at home, so it doesn't get any easier, you know. Um, but you're right; it, it's always a very emotional series, and it's always you know in-state rivals, so it'll be fun. Uh, you got Lucas, this kid Lucas Costello came in from Wake Forest. Uh, he brings you some experience, right? They were in the World Series a year ago. Uh, he comes home, so. And he gives you another bat in the lineup. Gives another bat in the lineup. He's, he's a good defender. He's, he's already made two really nice plays out in right field. Yep. Um, but yeah, most most important, he's a guy with such a young team. It brings up some veteran leadership and some experience, and, and he knows what it takes, you know. And, he, and he's a local kid. He's from Miami originally. Went to Gulliver High School and then transferred over to Westminster Christian. So he, uh, he he knows a lot of guys in the teams in the on the team already. Um, but he brings that experience that uh, that he gained last year at Wake Forest, playing a deep run into the World Series and having a great season. So it's good to have him around and, and kind of – I'm sure he's a great clubhouse guy. All right, Florida Golf Coast tomorrow, uh, 6 o'clock, Friday night, 7 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, then 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. So a uh, different starting time on Saturday. It's a 3 o'clock in the afternoon game uh, for Miami and the Gators. Um the biggest question of the night is what day do the Brownies go into the locker room, the clubhouse? Are they, will they be there tomorrow? <laughs> They'll be, or will they tomorrow be there on Friday. Friday. The, the, Darren Fencer said that they got to be there on Wednesday, on, on the weekday game and on Friday. So um, they, they would, they definitely will be there. We'll, we'll keep score again. I think, I think you finished third. On, uh, well, that's week. that. Yeah. But in that, in that contest, that's the good news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to win that one too often. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Are we judging it by who eats the most, or or who has the best discipline and and can uh, lay off after about two or three? You know what? We're gonna, you're going to have to define that. I think you're right. We're going to have to define that because uh, I don't think you want. Like, like I said, you don't want to be on the top of that list too often. Because I think I we showed wear, great. We still got to wear a uniform. Right. I showed great discipline and restraint the other day. I was going to take a couple and put them in my back pocket for later. But um, <laughs> yeah. I think I think Darren Fencer ended up winning that one, so we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how he does this week. Uh, the baker of these brownies, I believe, is your daughter. Am I correct? She is. She is. She yeah. just got home. She just got back from from a Publix run to get the brownie mix. Yeah. So, well, you tell her that uh, I am a very good. Uh, I'm very good when it comes to sweets and brownies, and hers are uh, in the top five of all time. Sounds good. I let her. I let her know that, and uh, I don't know if you'll be there tomorrow, but we'll. They'll, they'll no, be I'll be there tomorrow. Out. I'll be there tomorrow, and I might. While you're out there having batting practice, I might sneak into the clubhouse and eat them all. No, nah, I'm gonna. We're gonna I'm, I'm counting. I'm gonna keep them. I'm gonna keep them locked up to where they're to keep score. <laughs> all right, I'll be there for the scoreboard. Very good. All right. all right, thanks very much for joining us. I'll I'll see you tomorrow. All right, Joe. See you tomorrow. All right, that's uh, JD Ardiaga, head coach. University of Miami baseball team joining us. And uh, the Canes have uh, Florida Gulf Coast tomorrow, 6 p.m. Then the Gators come in on Friday, Saturday, and uh, Sunday. All right. 
You want to go to a, a dealership that's more than a dealership. You want to go to a dealership uh, where, where you're going to be treated like your friend or uh, like a neighbor where the customer service is going to be outstanding. I highly recommend Williamson Cadillac because Williamson Cadillac has built a loyal client base by staying focused on the customer experience. Customers are treated like family. So enjoy world-class customer service when you purchase a new Cadillac at Williamson Cadillac. And new vehicles are arriving every single day. The CT4, the CT5, the XT5, the XT6. I'm in the XT4 right now, but I drove the XT5. I've driven the XT6. And the all-new electric Lyric is at Williamson right now. And you want to get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle? Then I suggest a Cadillac from Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership, located on US-1, just south of the Palmetto. And nobody, I mean nobody, does a better job with customer service, and nobody will have more respect for their customers than Ed Williamson, of course, his lovely wife, Carol, and the general manager, Jeff Rogers, uh, always there, all the time. Jermaine Chambers, you want to get into a new Cadillac? Former University of Miami wide receiver, Jermaine Chambers. Nobody knows how to sell better than Jermaine and makes the entire process as easy and smooth as possible. Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership is Williamson Cadillac. Williamson is Miami.